Wanna whisper in your ear that you're, that you're good enough I wanna change the way you see you, you're strong enough Say them not know that you got more than meets the eyes And them not see you making stride after stride Hey, Queen. Welcome to the Queen Tings podcast. I'm so excited today because I am going to be talking a little bit about something that is really, really dear to my heart. Very, very important. Um, So I am just sitting here uh, thinking about a post that we recently did um, last week on Facebook. And we talked a bit about how we prioritize everything uh, over our mental health. Why? Why is that? Now, mental health has been something that a lot of people are talking about. It's becoming um, um, more popular now. It's becoming more of a trend where people are starting to talk about their anxieties, about their depression, about all of the things that um, we go through, you know? Um, and so it's been amazing just getting to see that that the awareness is out there, but there are some of us that although we know a whole lot, we still have not yet taken the plunge and prioritized our mental wellness. And so I want to talk to that. I want to talk about why, you know, we um, don't realize how when we get new information, new information can become um, an addiction for us. And so as we start to hear new information, our 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 insides, our chemistry, uh, I believe it's our dopamine levels. I was reading something about it the other day. Our dopamine levels go up high because we've got new information. And new information makes us feel so good sometimes that we enjoy the high and never do anything with the new information that we get. And so it's something that you see on social media. There's new information all the time. We're always scrolling. And that's something that I saw um, over 20 years as a pastor. I watched people enjoy information. But for 20 years, we weren't going anywhere. So we got new information. We got exciting information two times a week, but we were still st- duck and oh my god that would just blow my mind it would it would just drive me nuts and so um in my personal adventures with god i knew okay there's more to life than you know inserting or injecting new information and then watching people go nowhere and so i set out on a journey um to get my degree in psychology um almost like literally a month away from getting my degree there. Um, And then I'm going to continue on so that I can um, get my master's in that as well. So I'm super excited about the journey. I'm so happy, y'all. I didn't even know um, that I had it in me to be able to finish school. And so within a month, I will be celebrating my degree. I am so like super, super excited. Um, But we always get into these spaces where we get all of this information and we get stuck. You know, I could put everyone into a room and say, okay, so we're going to, um, we're going to share information or we're going to give each other advice on our problems. And everybody, I swear, everybody in that room will have advice for another person. 
and we will become gurus for other people, but never have accomplished taking care of that problem for ourselves. Why do we do that? It's because we get addicted to new information. We clap, we scream, we go, oh my God, boo, you are on point. You are killing it. And it's amazing. But when it comes to ourselves, we don't always take the time to apply that information to our own lives and see the results of that. And so that is why I have worked so hard to become a, a, a master therapeutic life coach. It is so in my bones, not just to do therapy, because oftentimes in therapy, you are not always pushed 100% to do something. I'm pulling in faith, a ther- you know, a therapeutic help. And I also pull in coaching where I'm saying, it is time to move, baby. Hit the floor and give me some push-ups now. Why? Because you have got to incorporate some action with what you know, right? So I wanted to understand, like, why do we do this? So I put up the post. Hey, y'all, why do we prioritize money, our businesses? Why do we prioritize our children, our marriages? Oh my God, I could talk so much about that. Our churches, I could talk so much about all of these things so much from from experience. Why do we prioritize all of these things over our own mental wellness? Why? Why do we do it? Why? It drives me crazy sometimes, even in my own life. So I'm not just saying this for you. I say these things for myself as well. Why do we do it? The reason why is because everything in our lives functions off of our mindset, our mindset, the way our minds are set. Our minds get set in a specific space and we hang on to that specific mindset forever until it is broken by repetition or through a crisis. Our mindsets or our paradigms, our worldview, the way we look at things will not shift unless we do it intentionally through repetition or someone does it subliminally through repetition or through a crisis. So let me give you an example of that, right? So there is a way to shift your mind about money by learning about money. The first time you hop into it, it may seem overwhelming, but that is okay. That's the principle of some of the programs that I've created. It is it is overwhelming at first, but so what? Hop in and start to learn what you need to learn until the language is it your heart, your mind is familiar with the language of money. What are you doing? Through repetitiously putting your mind through money mindset courses, uh, uh, money mindset sessions, you start to shift your mind about money. And so through repetition, you can intentionally shift your mindset, change your mindset and set it to something else, right? You can do it through that or you you can shift your mindset about money through crisis, through a crisis where a crisis comes and you get to the place where you just don't have enough. You lose your house, you lose your car, you lose everything. Why? Because it's a crisis now and I don't have enough 
to keep going. And so your money mindset shifts because of the crisis. So you can do it through repetition on purpose, or you can do it through a crisis. I would much rather shift my mindset through repetition, through learning something new, through intentionally and strategically figuring out where I need to go from here and setting my mind to repeatedly hear information, understanding, to repeatedly put myself in front of people and make relationships with people who understand the financial flow and how to build a financial legacy, how to tap into purpose and use it and monetize it so that I can move forward financially. When I do that, I set my mind in a different space and now my mind begins functioning off of habit, right? So tell me this, when you pick up your fork, do you try to figure out how you're supposed to use that fork? No, because when you were little, someone repetitiously had you practice using a spoon. And then as you got older, they put a fork in your hand. And so the fork use is now in your mindset. You don't have to do it on purpose. You just know how to do it. You can use that fork watching TV. You can use that fork sometimes while you drive. It doesn't matter what's going on. It is in your mindset and you do it habitually. And so new information concerning mental wellness, prioritizing mental wellness can only come through repetition, understanding what the importance that or putting a premium on your mental wellness, your mindset, because it is from that place, your mindset, right, that everything else flows. Now, you normally hear me say that life flows from the heart. Absolutely. The boundaries of your life come from your heart, but it is your heart that sets your mind. And so whatever is deep, deep in your heart or whatever your beliefs are, your worldview sets in your heart and your mind, (laughs) your mind functions off of what it is being fed from your heart, right? So it goes both ways. I'm giving you tips here. I hope you are catching on. So I can feed my mind with things. And as I do that repetitiously, the money mindset, the, the, the mental wellness mindset gets deep into my heart. And then my heart begins to produce what I have placed in it through my mind. And so I put it in my mind, put it in my mind, shift my mind. It gets down in my heart. And now I begin living out of my heart. It comes back out of my heart, comes and flows through my mindset. And I begin to live a life of mental wellness. Listen very carefully. Your mental wellness is priority. It must be prioritized over everything else in your life. Your mental wellness will determine how you connect to people, how you connect to money, or how you uh, um, deal with your money, how you do business. Your mental wellness, your mindset will determine how you relate 
to God, whether you relate to God with a slavery mindset or whether you relate to God with a mindset of a queen, which is so, so different. Yes. So the, it, it determines whether you're going to come before God like, yes, I'm master or whether you're going to come before God and do business well with God rather than for God. There's a big difference there, right? With God, all things are possible. But for God is where we get stuck and stagnant and living out of fear. So I want you to understand that your mental wellness is so very important, right? We learn our mental wellness through the people who modeled mental wellness in front of us and also through the way that they treated us. Yes, it also came through moments of crisis or trauma. And so we watch how to deal with mental wellness by how we were treated, how other people treated themselves. And if mental wellness was not a priority for our caregivers when we were younger, then mental wellness most of the time will not be a priority for us. And so we live our lives almost as if we don't exist because no one around us dealt with emotions. No one around us told us how they feel about things. Now, we hear all the time how people think. We hear people's opinions all the time. But there are not many people who are vulnerable enough to say, you know what, that hurts or that makes me really, really sad. There are some that do it and maybe you may be one of those people. But the majority of us, we say things like, mm, 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 that, mm, mm, I don't like that, that, mm, mm, because we would rather say how we think than how we feel because how we feel takes us into a place of vulnerability. And vulnerability is an art that we have to develop within ourselves so that we can deal with our mental wellness. Mental wellness, taking care of your mental wellness does not mean that you have a mental illness. Being sad does not mean that you have a mental illness. Grieving doesn't mean that you have a mental illness. But guess what? If you have a mental illness, that's no need to be ashamed. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It is just you need help. And guess what? We need help for our mental illnesses. And we also need help for our regular mental wellness. Yes, we need help for those times when we feel down, when we feel bogged down by life, when our adult children are not relating to us well and we're not relating to them well, when we're yelling and screaming, when something triggers us, we need help. We need to understand the differentiation between regular mental care and mental illness. We all, everyone, I don't care what leadership position you're in. Even therapists need therapists. Coaches need coaches. Mentors need mentors. And teachers need teachers. So it does not matter where you are on the totem pole. You need mental wellness help. And guess what? Me as a therapeutic coach who works with women in business, I mean, Every single day, guess what? I need mental wellness help too. 
And so just like we go to the doctor, just like we go to the gym, just like we do uh, what we need to do to take our vitamins, we need to take our mental wellness vitamins. We need to get people around us that support our mental wellness. We need to get our coaches, our our therapists, right? We need our mentors around us to help us move our mental wellness forward. Now, I just want to break something to you. And this may feel very uncomfortable, but you cannot pray through to achieve mental wellness. I'll say that again. You cannot pray through to achieve mental wellness. Faith or believing in the picture that God has painted on your heart, believing in that without taking action and learning what you need to learn, getting in contact with the people you need to get in contact with, having people around to support you, faith without works or action, it is disintegrated. It does not matter. It washes out. And so you can't pray through these things. You can add prayer to your actions concerning these things. But my queen, you must take action. And you can't delay because every day, that you sit in the pain that some of us have from childhood, every day that you sit in the pain of the things that are going on in your life currently, it gets worse. It's like trying to walk on a broken foot. It just doesn't work. It gets worse as you go. And so I'm encouraging you, listen, make your mental wellness a priority. It doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter what people think about you. So what? Find yourself. Uh, support. Get your therapeutic coach. Listen, I'm a therapeutic coach. I work with you in your internal harmony with fulfilling purpose and getting people around you to support you. I would love to be with you as you move toward mental wellness, uh, well, wellness, <laughs> mental wellness. That's something that we have been in. But your mental wellness, I'm mixing mental health with wellness. But I would love to be with you to support you as you walk through your mental wellness, as you walk towards it, right? As you walk towards fulfilling the reason why you were placed on the planet and monetizing it, right? Because you should be reimbursed and and make exchanges for what you do well, right? And I would love to be with you as you begin building your tribe and your team to help further your progress. Listen, I know you got a whole lot out of this. I got a lot out of it. I think we'll probably uh, jump on and do a part two so that we can continue in this just to steep in this for a while because it is repetition that helps us change our mindsets. Queen, you got this. You've been doing it on your own for so long, but guess what? You don't have to do that anymore. Go to iqueenup.com and hop on. Let's work together to fulfill purpose, to get your internal harmony, and to build support around you so that your life can go to the next level and you can leave a strong legacy to those who are watching you right now, watching how far you're going to go. 
iqueenup.com. You can always uh, catch me on Facebook as well at the LaShawn Brooks and Instagram, the LaShawn Brooks. Listen, I've had an amazing time talking with you today. I hope that you have an amazing day. Until next time, queen up and let's do this thing. We've got work to do. Love is the type of violence that you sometimes cannot see. It drips constantly. constantly.